Seventy years ago, a young private named Nikolai Richthofen could not stand the horrors of World War II. So during battle, he hung himself from a tree in Grunwald Forest in Berlin, Germany. Legend says he haunts the forest, killing any veterans of World War II. Forty-five veterans have entered those woods, and only seventeen have come out. But I'm going to focus on three particular men that were killed in 1953. First, there's James Rockfield. James was a 29-year-old, thin Caucasian man with blonde hair and blue eyes. He was about six feet and two inches tall, and came from New York. Next, Richard Franklin. Richard had slick black hair, and was about six feet and four inches tall. He was 32 years old and resided in Ohio. Finally, there's John Lowell. John was the youngest of them, 27 years old, with brown hair, blue eyes, and six-foot stature. He was born in Kentucky. These three men were all veterans of World War II, and decided to take a trip to Berlin to look at the monuments and such of World War II. And as soon as they arrived, they heard about the woods from several people and wanted to see what it was all about. Grunwood Forest, huh? Richard said intriguingly. Let's go see what's up there. I don't think that's such a good idea, John said quietly. Ah, come on, John, have some adventure in your life, James jokingly said. Did you just tell a war veteran to have some adventure in their life? John replied. Oh, would you two get off it? Richard demanded. We're going to go see at least what this legend is. The three men walked to the gates, and just as they set their feet on the damp, leaf-covered path to certain doom, the man stopped them. The man spoke so quickly, and they all paused as the man pulled out a book and slowly mumbled, I have a fright that you have to sign a waiver before you go in there. What for? James asked. You've heard of the legend, I hope, the man said clearly. What, the one about Nikolai? James responded. Yes, he will kill, or at least hurt, any veterans that go in there. And if you would just sign this waiver stating that the town of Berlin, Germany is not responsible for any distress that may happen to you in those woods, you could continue into them. The man distributed this with perfect English, as if he had spoken it hundreds of times. Come on, let's sign it, James demanded. Let's please these scumbag Germans. As they walked down the path, I think every one of them regretted that first step. The woods grew closer and shadows were moving about. They shook it off as nothing, but soon it went from day to night. We should turn back, John mumbled to James. I think you're right. How about it, Richard? R Richard? Richard was nowhere to be found. Richard! James screamed. It grew silent for a moment until there was rustling in the leaves. Richard, is that you? John slowly moved toward the noise. James, I found him! He was face down in the leaves, so they turned his body around. His eyes had been gouged out and his face mauled. They screamed and immediately dropped the lifeless corpse. What, what's going on here? James stuttered. Then suddenly the dark, quiet woods were engulfed with laughter, followed by the words, Ich werde ein Starbin. Then everything stopped, and the forest was quiet once again. What was that? John screamed. I don't know, but I'm not going to stick around and find out, James said, backing up. They started running through the forest aimlessly until they came upon an old bunker. We'll stay here tonight, James said. The two friends walked to the bunker to turn in for the night. The next morning, James woke up and yawned and stretched, but didn't open his eyes just yet. Last night was just a dream, he thought to himself. 
He opened his eyes and realized this was not a dream. It was more real than ever. Because John was gone. John? John, where where are you? James stuttered. Please don't leave me here by myself. James started to cry until he noticed the machine gun slit in the bunker. Oh god, no. John was hanging from a tree, and tears began to stream down James's face. Just kill me. Kill me now! James stood up and ran outside, turning the corner. Lights. Someone was looking for him. Hey, over here, over here, I'm over here, James screamed, but he realized he wasn't saying anything the whole time. He was just thinking words. He touched his face where his mouth had been, but there was only skin. He went on and found glass from a mirror in the bunker. His face had two eyes and a nose, but no mouth. He had no mouth. All hope was lost. He sat there and waited for his demise, but it never came. He roams the woods to this day, looking for Nikolai. Both Richard and John were found six months later, hanging on trees with their fatigues on, and a message in their pocket translated that says, I have done a service to these men and put them out of their misery. It was signed by Nikolai Rikotofen. The bunker was also found. Inside was a poem written in blood, which, translated by authorities, means three men came out to play and wandered around throughout the day. Before the forest grew dark, the ghost had already made his mark. Two men found a place, and one was hung in space. One man remains to this day. Meet him down by the bay. The authorities found James hanging from a light post by the bay. He too was in his fatigues, but there was a different message. Three men came out to play and didn't see the light of day.